Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. It's your boy Sully on the Excuse Me podcast. And if my voice sounds a little off, um, it's because I'm recovering from something right now. Um, hopefully it was just like a like a 12-hour, 24-hour little thing that I was going through health-wise. But we're here to get it, get God's word. And I think this message today is going to be uber beneficial for those who are going through frustrating times, um, struggling times, frustrating moments. Um, and let's get right into it. So I was super frustrated on Saturday or Sunday um, when I received a phone call because I had already been dealing with a couple different things. And then on top of those things, I got this phone call and I didn't agree with some of the direction that was given on the phone call. So I became super frustrated and I thought I was going to be able to let it go. But hours later, I had still been thinking about this issue and I'm not going to get into the issue, but it got to a point where I said, okay, God, me and you are just going to go for a walk around the neighborhood. It's just going to be me and you. It's going to be quiet. And like me and you are going to have a conversation. We're going to have some prayer. We're going to have some thought about this situation that is just like plaguing my mind right now. You know, those situations that some news gets relayed to you and it just taps and taps and taps on your nerves. And this is one of those situations amongst the others. And so we went on a walk and I went on a walk with God and I ran into some people and we had some conversations, but then it got to the point where I couldn't hide my frustration anymore. And I was by myself and I happened to be under this beautiful tree and it had just got done storming outside and the sun was out and this tree started to blossom with flowers on it. Um, due to the storm that was uh, that just ensued here in the local area. And so I got to the point where I said, God, like I'm giving my frustration to you. How do I deal with this situation? How do you want me to encounter the situation? How do you want me to maneuver? And he says, we have already been over this. I've already given you the answer to your situation. And he gave me these two verses, um, one from Acts and one from Second Corinthians. And the first one is going to be Acts 18 chapter 18 verses 1 through 11 and we're going to go over that right now after this paul left athens and went to corinth there he met a jew named aquila and a native named pontus who had recently come from italy with his wife priscilla because claudius had ordered all the jews to leave rome paul went to see them and because he was a tent maker as they were he stayed and worked with them Every Sabbath, he reasoned in the synagogue, trying to persuade Jews and Greeks. And what is he trying to persuade? He's trying to persuade those to follow Jesus. And remember that Paul is a Jew at this time. When Silas and Timothy came from Macedonia, Paul devoted himself exclusively to preaching, testifying to the Jews that Jesus was the Messiah. But when they opposed Paul and became abusive, he shook his clothes in protest and said to them, your blood be on your heads. I'm innocent of it. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. And for those out you that uh, don't recognize what Gentiles are, that basically means everybody else. So I said earlier, Paul was a Jew. He was speaking to his fellow Jews in the synagogue about Jesus Christ. And they became abusive to Paul. And because they're abusive, he said, I'm just going to go talk to everybody else about Jesus. I'm not going to talk to the Jews anymore in the synagogue. Y'all arguing me. Y'all being abusive. Y'all not receptive. Verse seven. 
Then Paul left the synagogue and went next door to the house of Titius Justice, a worshiper of God. Crispus, the synagogue leader, and his entire household believed in the Lord. And many of the Corinthians who heard Paul believed and were baptized. One night the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision. Do not be afraid. Keep on speaking. Do not be silent, for I am with you. And no one is going to attack and harm you because I have many people in the city. So Paul stayed in Corinth for a year and a half. Paul stayed in Corinth a year and a half teaching them the word of God. So now we are going to transition to 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verses 23 through 28. 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verses 23 through 28. And here we have Paul speaking. And Paul is talking to the Corinthian church in his second letter, his second epistle. And he's saying, I have worked much harder, been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely, and been exposed to death again and again. I've been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I have been out in open sea. That is not a place you want to be. Verse 26. I have been constantly on the move. I have been in danger from rivers. In danger from bandits. In danger from my fellow Jews. In danger from my fellow Jews in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, in danger from false believers. Verse 27 I have labored and toiled, and I have often gone without sleep. I have often gone without sleep. How many people have gone without sleep? I have known hunger and thirst, and have often gone without food. He's gone without water. And food, I have been cold and naked. Besides everything else, I face daily pressure of my concern for the churches. Why do I bring these two verses up? Why did God show me these things? Just because you experience the barrages of confrontation, adversity, or trials doesn't mean that God is not with you. Life does not stop because you are a Christian. The world itself keeps perpetuating. As believers, yes, we are not of the world, but we are still in it. So there will be friction at times that challenges the spirit of your grind, that challenges all the things that you've been called to. Paul was lost at sea. He was persecuted openly and at time by his fellow Jews. Remember, early Christians were Jewish people. They still followed a lot of the Jewish customs. And because he spoke about Jesus Christ and he believed about Jesus Christ and he followed the quote unquote, the way he was persecuted. He was flogged. He was beaten in the streets. He was sent to jail. He went without food and water. And this is just the name of few things that he was doing while he was traveling, talking about Jesus. Through him, God performed wonders and people still were set out to kill him and lock him up. Paul was opposed by fellow Jews that still remained in Corinth, and he stayed there for a year and a half. He could have easily left. You got to understand, Paul, 
at the time, in reference to the verses from Acts, Paul was bouncing all around. He was spreading ministry all around. He was talking about Jesus in the synagogues, in the streets, in people's houses. He was all over the place. God had been sending him even to parts of Asia and Macedonia to, to talk about Jesus. And so there were places that Paul could have went to that were more receptive to hearing about God. And this is why it's so important to be open to what God's will is and not your own during the heat of frustration. The text in Acts says that God said, do not be afraid. Keep on speaking. Do not be silent for I am with you for I am with you and no one is going to attack you or harm you because I have many people in this city. So scaling way back, you got to give your frustration over to God and allow him to guide you. The greatest thing you can do in the face of opposition is walk in God. When we deviate or delegate our direction to our feelings and not God's guide, that's when we start moving down slippery slopes. Yes, you'll get mad. Yes, you'll be saddened by real situations. Yes to all of that. Everything that has come into your mind, yes, you will experience some turmoil. But when God is your all and not your situation, then God can give you all that he is. He can give you clarity. He can give you peace. He can give you guidance in maneuvering the situation. The crazy thing is that your actions result in shockwaves of other beings affected by your actions when it go even when it goes unnoticed. And what do I mean by that? Your actions while walking with God through your struggle aid in the release, the breakthroughs, the help, and decisions for Christ in others. It's not always about you. I'm sure Paul could have turned in a lot of those situations purely about him, but he always kept God in the forefront. And as a believer, your go-through is not always about you. And you may not want to hear that, and I understand there's an undertone of responsibility when you're going through these challenging times. Challenging circumstances happen in this life to all people. Loved ones and people that we care about die. We experience friction within our jobs, our relationships, health and athletic goals, our kids, and whatever spontaneous thing that arises, car troubles, whatever it is, God gives us what we need in every situation, even COVID-19. He gives what is needed and not what is always wanted. So I I want you guys to key in on that. He gives what is needed for you to maneuver and guide and clarity through that situation. Christ can give peace in the problems. I pray that your challenge pushes you to shine God's light even brighter. I pray that it pushes you to grind even harder. I pray that it molds you into what God has called for your life. And I pray that the fires you are walking through, be it emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, or socially, shape the golden gifts that God has placed in you. All the heat and fire that you're walking through, I pray that it just shapes that gold, those gifts that God has instilled in you and your greatness. I hope 
it shines even harder as you go through these challenges. And I'll see you next time on another Maximize the Moment. Let's get it. It's not deeper still. Yeah. You've come too far to give up now. <laughs> Let's go! Oh, how many rivers? <laughs> Walk through